Inspire More Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this conversation with Jay, who is leading Archives Design. I was able to attend an Archives Design collaborative event. And let me tell you, it was one for the books. The event was hosted at the Four Seasons, the elegance of the Unveiling Leather Exhibition, where art and leather combined to shift the conversation around art was amazing to see and be a part of. Jay provides so much insights into the struggles of what it takes to make a significant contribution to a family business, into the challenges of bringing fresh and new perspectives to an industry. Yes, we get a glimpse into the failures, thoughts, and the behind the scenes of the process. This episode gives you a glimpse into Thai culture, Western culture, business, risk, what it means to hustle, and so much more. This is the Inspire More Life podcast. I look forward to you listening. Let's go. hosted by Jonathan Wells. We have Jay in the house today. Y'all know what it is. Jay, introduce yourself for me, brother. Yo, yo. Uh, it's me, Jay Pikunsawat, raised and born in Thailand. Man, raised and born in Thailand, man. The reason I'm bringing on Jay today is we're talking about inspiring more life, living more fulfilling life. Jay has had a vast experience moving from Thailand to the States, coming from the States back to Thailand, really implementing some revolutionary talk around art and leather and taking some ownership and leadership here in Thailand in both of those categories. And I'm just interested, man, I'm interested in his process as a designer, as an artist, as a creative, as a, as a free agent and uh, man, he's living it. So Jay, you lived in Thailand, but you went to the States, you went to the States. Talk to us about that. So what school did you go to? Um, I mean, I was born and raised here in Thailand. But um, I moved to the I moved to New York when it was around like sixteen, I think. You moved 15, to fifteen, sixteen. What did you study? I mean, I went there for uh, high school. Oh, you went there for high school. For high school, high school, and then college, and then you know, works. Is that common for people to like? Did your whole family move out there, or did you just? Now it was just me alone. You know, a kid moved there alone. How was that experience? We didn't know anybody. I mean, I chose to go by myself, so I was hustled to go. So I was happy, but it was hard at first. You know, my English was not, was, wasn't that good, you know, um, and I hustle, you know. Wait, wait, how do you choose to go and make a decision for yourself like that? At, at I mean, at first I went to high school here and then, you know, there was like scholarship, of course, um, and I took it and I got it. But end up, I didn't go with scholarship, you know, because it was a long story. But like, I decided to go there, you know, by myself after that. So you decided to go. So long story short, you decided to go through high school, go to the stage for high school. And how did you think that that impacted you compared to other people, like other high schoolers? Like you're grown now, right? So you're talking, you may be with people right now around the same age. Do you feel like you think a little differently than them th- since you've had so much time in the States and been able to crossbreed like Thai, Thai culture, Asian culture, Western culture, American culture, or what? 100%, 100%. You know, I, I moved there when it was not a little, not a baby. You know, I still have that Asian culture in there, you know, um, you know, a Thai culture of respecting, you know, the elderly. You know, um, and moving there, being, you know, very respectful, very humble. I mean, 
who doesn't like that? Yeah. You know, Western's always like, oh, you're always so humble, you know? With that culture, so I adapted easily to, mm-hmm. you know, the Western people, you know? Because so, they just respect, they respected you. They appreciated your kindness, yes, your humbleness. Yes, yes, yes. So having that, you know, two cultures mixing up, you know, cooking it up and it's good, you know? It's good. You know, get that honesty from the western side cultures yeah being very transparent you know straight out of your heart you know just speak it out yeah whatever you feel whatever you think just you know and i think that is good so you've been able to take that back to thailand that open speech open-minded i think open-minded hustling hustling yeah when you say hustling what do you think about always think always talk always ask always you gotta ask man you never ask you never get you never ask, you never get. What's the situation where you were like, you ask for something, you get it? Like that was like that you would, could, someone could probably apply. Like something you're like, man, I probably wouldn't have got to someone and ask. The, the limp, it was probably something in my head was telling me, I, if I didn't ask, I wouldn't have got this. And then you asked anyways, you got it. What's, what's one of those situations? I was an internship, easily. Asking for an internship? Yeah. How, how does that look? I mean, let's say you want to work for the big brand, right? You shop there before, let's say. Yeah. Right? You know the, the, the manager there. You get to know them. You talk. You ask them. You know, they probably know something inside. Mm-hmm. You know, the corporate, you know. So when you ask, you, you might have, you know, hear some news that it's not on internet, you know. Wow. So, you're, so you could be shopping. Yeah. Because you're a designer. You're a designer. I wouldn't call myself a designer, right? Okay. What would you call yourself? It's hard. That's why I call myself the free agent, right? Yeah, you gotta. You don't have to, but what would you attach to that free agency, right? Anyone can call themselves a free agent, but like, what would be your specialty? A thinker. A thinker. Yeah, man, I love this. I don't know if this is even a a, a, a Southeast Asia thing, but it's this thing where I had. Another, another individual that just happened to be Thai, but he was born in the States. But his perspective was like, I'm a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, but like, what position, you know? And, and, but in the States, we have such an attachment with putting our identity into a role. You probably have a lot of hats. Huh? Like, you just wear a lot of hats. That's why you, it's hard for you to identify with one role in mm-hmm. this day and age, right? Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Let's dive right into it, man. I know I, I went, you invited me. Thank you so much, bro. You invited me to the four seasons, the exhibition, the unrevealing leather, the unveiling leather, the unveiling leather. And it was a great experience, man. The, the, the energy was there. The creativity was there. The elegancy was there. And it was just a, a nice environment in that. Tell people a little bit about what that was all about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, dive in. So the unveiling leather is, you know, it's all started from me came back to Thailand and spending a few years consulting for other brands, other companies, right? And then came back to um, my family business, and um, I was struggling for for a while, months. Struggling, like struggling in terms of like, what should I do? What should I create for them? Because I they hire me as more like a consultant. So I came in and I was hus- I, I was struggling. I didn't know what to do, what to improve yeah. the company, you know, because they're, they're doing good. They're doing yeah. good. They're 
sales is good, business is good. They've been doing like all categories already of leather. You know, whether it's like fashion, stationaries, now it's interior designs, furnitures. So what's for me? I was first I was thinking like wholesale it. Mm. You know, wholesale it in in the US or Europe, but they did it already too, you know, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think more and more and I couldn't think of it. So you're coming to your family business and you're trying to like bring something to the table. Yes. Which is really hard, which is like, you know, they've done it. They've, they've done it's like amazing job at, at building the company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, adapting the, the team, the colleague has been adapting and, you know, they have been through like a lot of industries already. It's, it, it's hard for me, you know. And then I, I travel. I went back to New York two times in a month. I'm excited to get. I'm excited to get deeper into this story. We're gonna take a break for this food, but we're coming more. We're coming back. Inspire more life. I don't know what it is. Ready, ready, ready. Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You end up coming back home, and you want to make. You want to bring something to the table. You have a you have a family-owned business. You mind sharing the name of the business? Empa. Empa in a trade. And what's the focus of, of the company? Leather, trophies, and um, exporting food and beverages. It's been able to be built into a pretty strong company within Thailand. Yes. Yes. It's, just, it's been about 40 years now. 40 years. But you guys just opened up a new division or something newish maybe within the last couple of years or year that even had to do with the ex- exhibition. Yes. Yes. That yes. Called? It's called the archive design. Mm, okay. Do you do a lot of your work within that business or the major business or just a little bit of all of it? Um, archive design is, my, is, is, is a major thing for me these days. Okay. You know, it's, it's a brand, it's a community. Um, Did you bring archives to the company? Yes. Mm, yes. So that's kind of like your baby. Yes. Archive is actually uh, something that I started way before I joined the company. It's the um, it's a shop. It's a vintage furniture shop that I collected back then when it was in New York. Yeah. All the um, the iconic um, furniture, you know, from Pierre Generet or John Prouvé or Le Corbusier, Eames, you know, I, I brought them back and then I decided to sell them here. With the reasonable prices. So you came, so you decided to bring them back here and then sell them at a reasonable prices. Man, even to be able to come here, going to like go back or consider that because you know you were going through that struggle, didn't know what you wanted to do necessarily or even contribute to the business. How did this leather art creativity idea come to mind? At that time, how it all began is because I, when I first joined the company, I, I, I got lost, right? I didn't know what to do. I, I think I could just, you know, wholesaling the products more and more. And then I actually went to New York to wholesale them in New York and then in LA. And then, you know, I got it all wrong. It's not what I, I mean, I can do it, but I don't need to, you know, the leather art concept came from, you know, I see when it was, when it was a kid, I grew up in the factories, right? I see a lot of my artisans, my my team, you know, doing these all the labor jobs, you know, with all the low salary, a low income, being doing the same bags, a thousand of, of them every day, every month, every year. 
you know, for years, same bags, repeating it, you know, and they get tired of it. You know, it's, it's, and it's, I think it's the same way of thinking to everyone. That's why they wanted to go back to families because they're not, they're not, they're not from the city. So when they're not from the city, at some point they're retired, they leave their, their craftsmanship. They just throw them away. Who leaves, who leaves the craftsmanship? The artisan. Wow, they do. The team, the okay. staff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's happening like in all among industries. You know, it's not just leather. Mm. Jewelry makers, furniture makers, you know, wood, rattan, you know, all kinds. So when they go home, they just wanted to see their families, right? They've been, you know, keeping, saving for life, making the same bags, making the same products. And then there's just one day, bye. Yeah, so you rec- you're looking at this, you're recognizing this. What makes the full circle here? So when I, when I, when I see that, I, I just feel like I just came back to think, like, what is, what is, like, an estimate, unvaluable things, you know? So it's art. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot value the price of the piece of art. It's more of, like, the feeling, emotional. So it's the same they are doing the new work or something they haven't even tried it before. They think it's easy, but they get pay more. And it's, is that we value them too. Yeah. You know, they're one of their, uh, all of them came to me and, and thanks me that, and they even cry to me. Because, all of the laborers. Yes, 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 yes. The ones that are getting their hand, creating the leather, the ones that are working hard at the at the ground level. On the art. On the on the art. Yeah. Okay. Because they are the one who creating the art. Mm, so we're not talking about the art. We're not talking about the people creating the leather. We're talking about the artist. Or you're talking about just the laborers having a contribution to the art. The artist came to the labor. Yes. Telling them what to do. Oh, I got you. So and it's, not, it's, it's not just telling them what to do. It's asking them, what should I do? Oh. What is what is leather? Tell me. Talk to me. I got you. And then my labor, my artisans, being that you got to do this and that, combine this. Let me try this for you. Let me show you this. So now they're tapping into things. It's in more their, a real collaborations, you know? They're tapping into their experience and their expertise in ways that they never even thought they had. they would have to you know utilize but now they're utilizing that with the questions of someone else that's asking them and they're coming up with this like new creative way of using their own knowledge and expertise too Mm -hmm. wow it's like you know they they get used to um stitching the handbag straight up right straight lines and then when the artist comes to be like i don't want a straight line i want it to be a curved line i want it to be my drawing line yeah like this they're stuck I see what you're talking about. You know, wow. it's more like open-minded now. Yeah. Is, is, is a next step of, they have been trying this, making this product of this industries like fashion, and then they move to stationaries. Yeah. They move to furnitures, and then they move to like interior design. And then now it's art. I feel like it's a next level because it's unpredictable. There's no boundaries between that. Be- but because it's unpredictable, there mm-hmm. could be high success, but there also could be, an immense amount of failure yes and so how do you operate especially when you know you're trying to bring something big to the table you know you kind of like pick this abstract art you know what i'm saying where you it could be extremely successful if you're visioning it in, in your in your thoughts mm-hmm. but also it could be like something that that kind of like flops and now, now that's your reputation mm-hmm. as someone you know who came from great school in the states studied had worked for a great company 
come back to Thailand and you basically, you know, may ruin your reputation. Like, how are you, how are you feeling about all this, man? It's a risk, right? It's the first time nobody knows what it is before. So it's the first time for everyone. And then we just pick the artists that we think it'll be best for the first time of this project, that we believe in them, them too. Who's the first person who believed in your idea? One of the artists. One of the artists. Yes. Because you had to, so you had the idea, you immediately pitched it to every artist. So my goal in this conversation too right now, when I'm asking these questions about this topic, is like someone's thinking about, they're at a company, they're at a family-owned business, and they want to bring a brand new idea. And they're like, you know, they don't want to bring it to their to their father, mother, you know, whoever is running that company right now. They want to like, maybe either test it and make sure that, you know, it's a feasible idea. Did you do any of that? Or did you just have that idea and just go right to the family and say, this is what we should do? No, I, I tested a lot. I, I, experiment, I experiment a lot of them every single day. Chemicals. You did it yourself. You were the yes. artist yourself. Yes. I need, oh. I need to have all that elements, materials, you know, to show the artist too, to show, to present it to everyone that this is, this is what in, it's in my head. How did you go from what's in your head to action? So you had an idea that could be good. Uh-huh. How did you know to test it? Like to, to just bring that idea to life and just like put it on, put it on leather, like just do it. You just do it. You just grab a pen, you just grab, you know, the color. Do you do that with a lot of your ideas? What? Do you do that with a lot of your ideas in life? Yes. Yes. You have a thought. You, you, you just need act to put it on action, and then you so could tell you if it. if you whether you fail or you're you success, right? You're not. I want to say success, but yeah, or you're you're moving past, yeah, moving in the right yeah. direction, yeah. But and so when you started to put paint to that leather, you started mm-hmm. to know that this was going to be a thing because you, you it started to stick and it started to hold and it started to mm-hmm. form into something, mm-hmm. and so that that probably actualized your vision, right? Right. And I just see that leather is um, durable longevities, you know? So it just feels like I wanted an accessible art, you know? I just want art to get to people. People can touch them, you know? Because I feel like why is always on the wall and you cannot touch them. I, and I just think of this concept that art needs to be reached to people. People can touch them to feel them, you know? And it, I, I think that's important. That's in- I didn't even thought about that, but just even that concept is so powerful. Like we all can relate with that, like seeing art and be like, don't touch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, what if you had art that you can touch and it's not like immersive art. This is, this is still something that you could have on your wall. Yes. A hundred percent. You can feel it. Live longer. It's longevity. It's more, it's more strength. Wow. Do you think you're the first person in space to put leather with paint? Are you the are you the main innovator? Is that the right word? I feel like I I, I don't know. I don't know. You've never heard about this before. I never heard about this before. And it's not you, just painting on the leather, you know, is is using the um is is a different so many mediums. Yeah. You know, different mediums to creating art, you know, whether it's weaving, sculptures, painting, ceramics, you know. You could do so much with it. Yes, that's why it's called the unveiling leather because I see there's so many potential things that are the technique that we have been used in the factories it can be you know exposed to the world. This is an exciting time mm-hmm. because the future of where this can go doesn't have 
doesn't have limits. Yeah. Right. And there's so much, there's so many other artists you can reach out to. There's so many regions who's haven't tapped into this. Mm-hmm. So many, you know, regions, communities, it's like, you have so much growth tapping into this new source of how to utilize leather. And you're keeping people in mind. Like you're not just creating and just like, you're keeping your laborers in mind. You're keeping the impact that it's having on the company, on the industry, on the people that work in there. Is that just natural for you to just think about those things? Or does that just come as a result of like, if you end up thinking about a solution, it tends to be something that could help all parties or like, how do you even, you know, how does it, did, did that thought process come on the front end or the back end? The back end, the back end. And it's just, you just realized that it was able to, going to be able to add value. Yes. To multiple parties. Yes. Wow. But then you thought about it and you resonated and then that got you fired up more, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That you fired up more. So where are we taking this? Like in terms of this unveiling leather, like where are you taking it now? So you did it in Thailand. Do you think you've solidified the concept in Thailand now where you can, like the, the market here is just stable enough to launch more exhibitions? Are you looking to launch exhibitions in, in other areas? Someone looking at this podcast, could they see your work in their in their in their environment, in their region, in their location? Yes, hundred percent. I mean, the, the next move is to go international. You know, um, we haven't finalized what country yet. Yeah. But New York is probably one of them. Uh, yeah, I would hope you would go back to your stomping grounds, man. Yes, back 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 home. How 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 beautiful, how amazing of a time would that be to like be able to bring this project all the way back to where it started? It'd be amazing though. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean that's my goal. It'll be beautiful to see your to see yourself and and, and New York's no no easy city to get into. It's not a hundred percent it's not to set up to. So when that day comes, that will be my I, I think I'll I'll be I'll be very um happy, joyful. Yeah. And the beautiful part about that is like when you go, you're taking other people with you. Like you're taking, you're bringing other people to the level of what New York requires. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you make it there. Mm-hmm. You also bring the artists there, the laborers there. Like everyone gets, gets there with you to that New York level. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I'm going to be looking out for that. It's going to be exciting. Yes, 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 yes. But there's challenges, man. There's challenges in continuously feeling like this can be draining. Or is it like, or is it not draining because you're so excited the future, or like because this is an uphill battle of this being new to markets, this being new to people, the amount of no's you probably get sometimes. Like, what does that feel like? How are you navigating that, man? It's draining, man, hundred percent. You know, um, it's something that is very new, and we testing, we testing every day. It's not that we are an expert. Be testing every day, you know. The artists come, the um, the labor has, you know, need to go back and forth several times with the artists. It's not a one-time job and it is done. It's a lot of, you know, back and forth things. Yeah. You know, so, and we fail. A lot of the pieces fail too. We had a fail attempt along the way to the exhibitions. But we we just need to hustle, you know, because yeah. I believe it can be it can be done. Yeah, I just believe into it, you know, because I tested before in a smaller version and it worked. So when it comes to the big one, and it, it needs to work. And then there are there are also some, you know, other failure too. Like it's drained me too, you know, seeing that failure, you feeling lost, you know, because it's not just you know activities, right? It's yeah. not just something that you do it for fun. 
you know, but it's business when you lost, it's, it's leather, you know, we, we lost time, we lost money, you know, so I feel, I feel, I feel drained too, you know, yeah. it, it was, it was hard, it was a hard moment at that time, you know, and, but what bring me to, um, moved me, motivation is like the artist, you know, and my team that they're, they're do they're really wanted to do it too yeah you know they're, they're showing me some motivations that i wanted to do it too you know and um you could lean on that you could lean on their energy as well of like with, wanting to do it and with me you know waking up and see that beautiful things when they send it back to me like i'm done that is like the moment that whoa i i should move on keep going yeah keep going because i i I wake up, I saw the photos they sent, and I was like, wow, this is it. This, this is, is what it. I this is what I been dreaming for and thinking, you know, for months, you know. Because you have that eye too. You have that eye where you can look at something mm -hmm. and you know it's like it's good work. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you get that from school? Or you feel like you just naturally have that? It's just a gut, you know. You can't get it from your school. So for someone out there who's like, Man, I don't I don't know if I have the gut. But I want to be in art. I want to be in this in this realm with Jay. How how can someone like explore, explore being in that environment as much as you should? You know, maybe you have an eye for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like if you want to be in fashion, being in the fashion industries, being surrounded by the people that in the industries, you know, and you yeah. can, you you gonna feel it someday, you know. Yeah. When you get that information all the time, every minute, every day, you're going to get used to it. You'll be like, oh, that's the one. You know? is, it, is it easier than people expect to facilitate, navigate, bring people together, like tell them what to do? You know, like you're dealing with so many different groups of people mm -hmm. right now, uh, whether it's leadership, whether it's the artists, whether it's the laborers, whether it's whoever, like even ex even like now you're dealing with real estate, where to do the exhibitions and things of that nature. For someone wanting to start something like this, that can feel overwhelming. Is is it easier than people may, you know, I have a vision, I have this dream, I have this, you know, I want to go put all these pieces together. Just go do it as easier than you expect or like, nah, it's as hard as it looks. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard as it looks. <laughs> it's not easy at all. You know, talking with um, different people, um, they're everywhere in the world. You know, it's not just, it's not just, you know, people that you knew before, right? And in different ages too, you know, the barriers, that, you know, that they have, um, it's not, it's not easy. And, you know, asking, begging my, my team, my laborers to do that job is something new for them too. Yeah. And they're, they're old, you know, it's not, it's not that they are young and they're, they're on fire. They're old. Yeah. And they're ready to retire. And all of a sudden I just, you know, came in and be like, let's do this. Have they, have they been there since you were a kid? Yes. Man, I'm interested. How has they came in since like, you know, 18, 19. And now they're like 55, 60, some 65, you know, how is it, how is it leading in that position, leading people that have been there since you were a kid and now you're like leading them? I mean, from what I heard, they didn't trust me at first too. Mm. They were like, who's this kid? You know, they're just going to lead us. Because you're young? First, of course, I'm young, right? Second is like, what is, 
what am I doing? You know, they don't understand it. It's not even a product. It's not like mm. a big orders. It's just a one piece of kind, one of a kind thing. So it's like, and it's just like, let's say like, it's like, it's just a scrap leather and just collage them. You think they believe me? And then I took them to the exhibitions on the opening day. And then they cried. That was, that was an amazing, like, that's even an amazing thing that you did was you brought the individuals that usually don't get invited to those things. No, no. And you, you invite the individuals that, you know, no disrespect, but they put the, they put the hard work in, but they just, people don't include them on those big reveal days and things of that nature. And they're the ones that, you know, got down and dirty with the, with the, with the yeah. work. What made you want to like, take a step out and, and was there any challenge in that? Like, did anyone was like, why are you inviting them? Or did anyone say that was everyone on board? You don't have to say who, but did anyone, you know, give that energy was like, maybe we shouldn't, you know, offer it to everyone or was everyone kind of open-hearted, open-minded? No, everyone was very open-hearted and open-minded to welcome them and ask, even ask me like I should, you know, bring them there. It just wasn't, it just wasn't like for most people not doing that. It's just not a, not a thought or like, why don't more people do that? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably um, they're, they just wanted to be focused on the brand instead of, you know, more like the owner, right? Mm. Instead of just, you know, one of the team or staff or laborers, you know. But but for me, without them, then without me, without, you know, this whole days too, you know. So I should celebrate with them. Yeah. But who else am I going to celebrate it with? Man, people are probably listening to this and like, man, this is a great guy. I want to collaborate with him. Are you looking for artists? Yes. Collaborate with all around the world? Every day. Scrolling to Instagram every day. Really? Yes. Yes. Books, Instagram, Pinterest. I got an artist for you. Sure. I got an artist for you. We're going to talk. Sure. I think I mentioned this to you last time because you, you know, you want to launch in, in maybe Europe or something like that. And so I got, I got some artists for you. I want to see if, if you guys can do some work together. Sure. 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 Mm-hmm. So we're going to see about that, man. Day, man. What, uh, what are you looking forward to now? Just this journey? Anything else that you want to like let people know about the leather and art world? This is just the beginning for um for my brand, for my company, for archive design. You know, um we are building the collection, we building the leather arts. You know, so hopefully it's out there someday. And also leather, or not just leather. I just you know I just want people to value um the craftsmanship more these days. You know, it started to to disappear. You know, and I think it's, it's, it's more important. We are people. We, 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 we started, we started as a craftsman, you know, we cook as craftsmen too, right? So it's, it's, it's something that is valuable for you, for your own culture. And, um, it's human sake, you know, just, just value them. Don't just let them throw it away and gone, right? Value the art. Value the, value the craftsmanship. And when you say craftsmanship, that's the work that's been put in. Everything is done by hand. Everything. Mm, okay. Yes. I hear you. So is, is that the craftsmanship? Instead the of, work you know, that you put the hand work, the hand, the hand works, the feeling, the emotional that, that goes comes from it. them, you know, come from those two hands, you know, going through the products, going through the art. That is important. And I think I like even myself, maybe I should create something every once in a while because there's such a disconnect from craftsmanship and just like having maybe that's a complicated question because it's like, I have craftsmanship in my, in this, right? I have craft, but when it comes to like the work that we put into furniture, 
or the work that we put into the there's a disconnect from the majority the, from the major population and appreciating that someone spent like hours and hours and hours on this right and so i think you are bringing up a good point like we got to remember that like people put their heart their emotions their sweat you know maybe blood and tears sometimes too into this work yeah 100 like, you know it's I, important i i came from the fashion industry I came from the fashion background and i I, I see it on, you know, I see that the le- the labor cost has been, you know, pushing down year by year, you know, start from, you know, India, China, Thailand, Vietnam. Back in the days, Thailand was one of the biggest, you know, manufacturers among all designers. And all of a sudden they can't, you know, afford it, the, um, the labor cost here anymore. So there's move, so move wherever countries at and give them, giving them a better price, better, better price, lower cost. That brings up a very interesting conversation. Where do you think, like, is that only going to get worse? It will get worse. Yes. It's only going to get worse. Yes. How much lower can we pay individuals around the world? Like, it's getting extremely low. It doesn't make sense, right? Things, labor costs, you know, got pushed to even more and more, but the products get more expensive these days, right? Yeah, they're they're up in the... So someone's profiting. Uh Uh-huh, someone's profiting. So how do you equally... Like how when you can just jump around and like lower the price so much, and someone will offer labor at such a low price. Like as a business, how do you respect? Like how do you get that respectable amount? How do you how do you determine what that amount is? You get what I'm saying? Like let's say let's just use just random numbers, right? How do I know if I'm like going up to someone and, and let's say low, let's say low is five dollars. Honestly, people are gonna pay even lower than $5. Let's just say $5 is like an hour. Let's say that. And then um, let's say you have the opportunity to pay them 10. When do you know, like, oh, I probably should pay this person 10 instead of five. Do you think we should take, like examine our whole marginal portfolio and like we should just have kind of like these strong understandings of like not fixed margins, but maybe like 40% goes to the owners and 30% always goes to laborers and just always think in that metric uh, based on your profitability or what's your thoughts on that? I mean, there, there is a standard um, margin, of course, in the industry, in the industries, all kinds of industries, you know, there, there is like a standard markup. Are they, are they not abiding by the, are they not like, Oh, like is is that, is that standard markup being at some point you just need to move on, right? In terms of what do you mean move on? You just need to cheat sometimes, right? To get the, the clients, to get the money. Oh, wow. So you're saying like people are just... People just jumping on each other, right? So people are... People but people always be jumping on each other, huh? Yeah. Man, I wonder if there, you have a solution for us. You have a solution in your head of, of how to stop this jumping on each other and lowering the price so low that, you know, just put more leaders in position like yourself. With energy, emotion, and care for the people. I just feel like I'll this, say, you know, care and respect each other's, you know. Yeah, man. I guess it's all about leadership. Like, yeah. Let's in, let's continue to empower people. Care and respect and, you know, um have good, be good. transparent, have a good heart, have a good um ethics of works, you know. Yeah, man. If you don't if you don't empower someone and bring someone in leadership that has that, then it's like the likeliness of us continuously going in the direction we're going increases. Mm-hmm likeness of your company, you know, not having the respect from others and you may make money. I mean, if one does, the other will do too. So 
And so we have to hold each other accountable as human beings. Yeah. But since we're from different regions, and maybe you can speak to this real quick too, is like, as an American, and then you're, you're like Ty, but you've seen both sides. Everyone kind of stands for themselves. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to operate off of American standards. I'm going to operate off of Thai standards. Like, and then you've probably seen, since you live over here, you've probably seen maybe differences between the Philippines, China, like everyone kind of doing their thing. How do we come together as, you know, humanity to care about these topics and to like agree and to treat each other appropriately within these topics? It just feels like, there's such a divide between nations mm-hmm. that are we, can we ever get there? Can that ever be a thing where we, we actually do care for each other and not just, hey, this is what's going on over here. It's just, you know, it just depends on the companies of people. Can't really say much about it. You it's know? hard. It's a hard it's subject, hard to say, right? You know, because the new directors comes in, things might get changed too, right? So yeah. something that... It's tough. It's unpredictable. It's a tough question, man. And, and, and you know, I appreciate your insight and, and what you've been able to provide us with, man. It's like so many of our listeners, we have creatives on here, but so many of our listeners don't tap into the creative industry. And uh, we don't see every day, you know, people with manufacturing of different goods be able to like make that leap into, hey, like how can we take manufacturing a good of some sort and be able to connect that with the creative world and be a player in there and, and be a mover in there. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing what you're doing. It's amazing what you're doing, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. For anyone, I want you, I want you to give just like, this is inspired more life and, and we're all about living a more fulfilled life, making moves, going over the challenges, you know, and living a, living a more fulfilled life is what you're talking about, Jay. It's how can I change something how can i bring value how can i contribute how can i take a vision and bring it to life and you've done you've done that you've made those things happen and so what's a word of encouragement you would give um someone out there man that wants to that has visions and wants to bring those visions to life what in in this difficult world of of you know we talked about new york talked about you know surviving different environments like well, what a word of encouragement would you give those individuals um, where it can be extremely difficult. I would say, you know, hustle, hustle for life, man. If if you're really passionate of what you do, if you're really passionate what you do, just, just hustle, hustle for it, explore and explore and ask for people, be humble and be in the industries that you feel comfortable with and passionate with being surrounded by the people that you think it's it's the right you know surrounded people you know and once you once you're in the the right circle you know it'll bring you to the um the right environment the right things to do too you know um and if you just started i i I would say research you know research ask get as in as much information that you could get from people you know that's why i said ask right um Ask as much as you want. There is it's not hurting anyone to ask. So the more you know, the more you can do. The more people you can do, the more connection that you'll get. Mm. You know? So ask to get to to what you want. But you need to know what you want to do first. You need to know what you want to do. And then how can you make the more connections? What what gets you the more connections? Get surrounded by the, the right circle. Get surrounded by the right circle. How do you seek the right circle? 
there are so many activities in town, you know. So when you, when you not, are hustling, yeah, you put yourself in environments. Go party, go clubbing, go find some friends. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, Socialize with people. What was the first? Wait, what, what? Last question. You have this great relationship with the word hustle. Where did you get that? Where were you presented with that word first? First time, like we started to hear that word, you're like, "This is a word that represents what I want to do and how I'm going to get to where I'm going to get to." Because I never give up. Where did you hear that word though? Where did you where did you, where did you connect that word? Or was it just now it's been so long that you don't even know where the origin of that word is? I think it came from Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Yes, yes, that. yes, yes. Hustle, hustle. They were like, I didn't expect that one. <laughs> Man, I love that. But no, Jay, this has been amazing. Thank you for giving us some insight. Into Thank you. Thank you for having me. This amazing uh no, this amazing journey, man. This amazing journey that you're doing, this this revolution. I don't even know what to call it, revo- revolutionary or just even like innovative season in the art industry. I look forward to you. Thank you. Adding your work, man, internationally. Hopefully you see my exhibition in New York someday. And in New York for all my yes. people living in New York. I'm excited for that. Jay, thank you so much. What it is, Inspire More Life. Thank you. Thank you. much for listening to this Inspire More Life conversation. What an insightful conversation. Big shout out to Jay. I look forward to seeing how Archives Design continues to impact in the space of art, not just in Thailand, but around the world. I have three takeaways that I would love for you to remember. Number one, the power of community. Surround yourselves with the right people to help you nurture and achieve your dreams. Number two, learn and question. Always be open to learning and do not hesitate to ask questions. It's how you grow. Number three, hustle for your passion. Persistently chase what you're passionate about is the key to success. This is the Inspire More Life podcast. Thank you so much.